1: It's not human
0: intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is March 16th. This is episode 404, or 404, Error God Not Found. We are... <laughs> my, name's, my name is Dan Ellis. It's been a long fucking day already. It's super long. Uh, my name is Dan Ellis. I'm joined by two awesome co-hosts, Mr. Ryan Duffy. Oh, yes. And Mr. Taylor Grin.
2: Oh, no. And we're,
0: going <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to talk about some stuff and junk and shit. Uh, what's new with you guys over the last little bit? We didn't record last week because I was in D.C. Uh, for work. But what did, what have you guys been doing the last couple of weeks?
1: Well, I made a video for our Patreons only. <gasps> oh, you did? Yeah. What was it? Uh talking about DeSantis and Florida and Disney World and Victor Orban.
0: Oh, gross. A whole lot of yeah. a whole lot of uh garbage. Bad bad peoples.
1: Well, I mean it's a it's a garbage fire down there. Yeah. Uh the freest of the garbage fires, but you know
0: You'd think uh, that it would be difficult for fire to take root so easily in a swamp like that.
1: Oh, it's easy when it's I don't know. I don't know where this joke is going. I lost it. (laughs) Would you say that
2: that video is only for our best fans?
1: Yes. The only, the only the best fans of the show. They're for our only, only for our fans. Uh Um, Mm -hmm. You won't believe what you see. But well, you can only get to it if you go to Patreon. Just saying. I mean, uh-huh. there, there'll be more of those coming.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
1: Okay, mm. No, keeping you thirsty.
0: And and speaking of thirsty, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm I'm still feeling like I'm
1: hungover. <laughs> All that bad. Oh yeah, I had a I had a I I, I, I drank way too much last night uh, for no good reason. Cause and, it was uh, a cause it was a Wednesday it was a Wednesday and I'm only home for two days this week and uh, I didn't realize how much I had drank and then I was like I'm really fucking drunk and then I woke up and I took a long shower and I sat on the couch and I was like oh this is a familiar feeling right now (laughs)
2: oh I've gone too
3: far
1: (laughs) this feeling here says I shall return to the bathroom and have a conversation with the toilet bowl
0: Going to mm-hmm. be screaming at the porcelain gods. Yeah, just kind of <laughs> like just open,
1: just open it up and just let everything out. It's like therapy. I can just open yaw. your mouth, <laughs> just let it all out, and then go back to sleep on the couch.
0: Gross. I'm sorry. What were you? What yeah. were you doing while you were getting so hammered?
1: Uh well, we watched the final of Last of Us, uh-huh. and I was playing Last of Us Two.
0: Uh huh. Um. Yeah, that was about it. <laughs> we watched the season finale of last of us. And then I played a video game and got housed. pretty much. Nice. Yeah.
2: Solid evening. Solid evening.
0: Yeah.
1: That sounds like, yeah, a I'm life. not doing that again
0: <laughs> for a few months for, until the next time I do it. <laughs> and what's yeah, new other than
1: that everything's been the same.
0: <laughs> well, what's new with you, Mr. Grin? Just busy
2: just busy i am um, in turn all of the like 15 different people who can be my boss because i live in the office space um <laughs> we're all on leave at some point or another most of the time at the same time but did you get like the memo oh god <laughs> no it got to the point where it was me sending the memo uh-huh. um Yeah. I've just been just work, just a lot of work, not, not Dan levels of work, but like quite a bit of work. Um, and then me being me and living in Italy, I've been like burning the candle at both ends. So my typical day has been like, wake up, be to work at seven, go to work, yada, 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 get off at like, I don't know, somewhere between four and five, uh, drive over to the girlfriend's house, hang out with her until she goes to work at seven uh, at, at, in the evening, get back to my house, try to get some shit done uh, like chores and shit around the house. Girlfriend unit gets off at like 11, spend a few hours with her before going to sleep, wake up, drive her back to her place so she can start studying and then go to work and start it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: all of that sounds like something i could only do if i were like you know many many years younger than i am now
3: yeah oh man (laughs) me too me too
0: (laughs) yeah that all that all sounds like a whole lot of nope
2: (laughs) yeah no (laughs) that's
0: i'm living that grandpa life now man Oh the, by yep. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Finger <laughs> guns in your direction, buddy. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I um I crashed at her place the other night um because I just had to be up at work so early I wasn't gonna deal with traffic getting her back home. Um and I got home this afternoon and avocado oh, was livid. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? Everything's on an auto feeder. He was good to go, but I got home and he was like, where have you been?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You asshole. Yep. Well, that sounds like fun, fun and junk and stuff. I've, I've just been super busy with work. Um, Went out to DC last week and worked, worked so much. It was fucking ridiculous. Um, traveling from Utah to DC is like an all day thing because we fly Delta and Delta has hubs. So, you know, leave the house way early in the morning, fly out, usually, uh, stop in either Detroit or Atlanta, and then from there fly into, uh, Baltimore and it's, it's like you know, between eight and 12 hours of travel yeah. and there's been a lot of, uh, upper management and upper leadership changes at my place of employment. We have a new commissioner and a new CIO and they are, uh, so the new commissioner basically, I think had a team in like he had, a, he had a team all set and ready to go. So when he, Got the nod and then was approved. It was just like, okay, well, I'm now I'm airlifting my team in and we're going to, you know, tell the people who are already occupying those seats to fuck off somewhere else. <laughs> so, so our CEO was uh, voluntold to go to Treasury instead of where she was at, and they're making a lot of changes. Hopefully, um, the changes will be good. I know they're moving fast and are looking to. Shake up a lot of processes that we're currently going through because a lot of our processes, a lot of our processes are keeping us from doing the things that we need to do. And so, hopefully, they can just break that shit and clear a bunch of log jams. Because uh, I know one of the primary complaints for the exiting CIO is that they failed to recognize how critically understaffed and underfunded we are. And, uh, did not put enough emphasis on, (laughs) on getting people in the door and, and bringing on new people. And that's been uh, a real challenge for us. Like it takes between, between three months and a year to get somebody onboarded. Wow. Um, Like from the time they submit their application to the time they're, they've got their ass in a seat with a computer can be up to a year like it's just it's fucking ridiculous and
2: we need a bank account to commit a terrorist attack so you guys can get military contractors or something <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's 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 been a real challenge um and part my primary focus lately has just been getting people in and in seats and it's 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 been really difficult so like i say, hopefully that will that will change as the new commissioner brings other people on board and examines how fucky things are. Um, But yeah, just last week was so much work. As I said, it's like a full day travel. The new ACIO that we have over the area that I'm in said that she does not believe in paying people to travel for two full days if they need to travel for meetings or whatever. So but they're the ones telling you to do the traveling for work. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. we're not going to
1: pay you for travel.
0: Well, like, so you're on the clock. So, what it turns into is that it used to be we would travel on Monday, meet Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then travel on Friday. Mm-hmm. And now it's that we travel on Monday, and then when we land, we're expected to work more. <clears throat> and then we work Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then Thursday, instead of you know, ending your tour of duty for the day, going to your hotel room, having dinner, going to sleep, getting up and traveling the next day. No, you get up super early, pack up all of your shit from your hotel room, drag it all to the office with you, Mm. work all fucking day, and then drag all of your shit to your rental car or an Uber, drag all of that to the airport, and then fly and travel the rest of the fucking day. So Thursday, I got up at 6 a.m. Eastern time, Showered. I packed the night before after working way late into the night. I think I got to bed around two that night. Got up at six. Uh, you know, packed all my shit the night before. Got up at six, showered, uh, picked up or packed up the remaining stuff. Went downstairs, met everybody. We drove to the office, got into the office a little after seven. Worked until uh, like one thirty. Went and had a long lunch, and then. Drove to the airport and then I got home at almost eleven o'clock Utah time, so almost one o'clock Eastern time. And then I worked for another two and a half hours, and was up until one thirty. Well, between one thirty and two, and so that would be what between three thirty and four Eastern time. So it was like twenty hours that day. Just it's fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting burned out. Um, huh. yeah, just a lot going on. That is stupid. Yeah. Ridiculous. I did have some exciting and fun news and got to visit with my oldest yesterday. Um, my, my oldest child and his partner bought a home. They, they oh, nice. yeah, I was, it was pretty, it was pretty exciting and cool. They bought a home. It's only like five or six miles away from my house. And so he, Gray stopped by the house and uh, rode, you know, Tracy and I drove him over to his new house. <laughs> there's no there's nothing in it yet. They've they've signed all the paperwork like it's their house, but now they're waiting for uh, internet to be hooked up, like every, all of the utilities and everything to be transferred over and then to actually move in. Uh internet won't be in for a couple weeks. He's getting uh Utopia uh, fiber optic, so he'll have super nice yeah, fuck him. great internet. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes a couple of weeks to get it installed. They've got to run the fiber line uh, out to his house. Um, and then once they do that, they'll move in. And so he gave us a tour of the home. It was built in the fifties, I think early, early to mid fifties. So it's an older home, but it's got, it's, it's, it's an eclectic little place. It's pretty cool. It's a Rambler with a, with a like three quarter finished basement and the prior occupants. What's appear- a rambler? Uh, just a one-level home with a basement. Mm-hmm. No, no second story. Like, like a
2: ranch-style house. Oh, okay. I've just never heard the term before.
0: Oh, really? You've never heard the term rambler? Wow.
2: No, not uh, with regards to a house. No. Wow.
0: Well. Um, but yeah, so gave us a tour of the house, and the people who lived there before had ferrets, and you can smell that they had ferrets. Mm-hmm. And
1: they the, they have a very distinct odor.
0: Yeah. Apparently uh, they were renters and the person who owned the home decided they wanted to finally sell the home. So they told the renters they were selling the house. The renters got out and then the owner of the home did the landlord, the typical landlord flipping thing where they just tear out all of the carpeting, put down laminate flooring of all the same, you know, all the same laminate flooring all throughout the house and then they they get like 20 gallons of white paint and bring in a crew and just fucking paint everything white. Just, I mean, brick facades on the fireplace, every wall in the house, the scene, like everything. It's all, everything is white, white walls and ceilings and fireplaces <laughs> and like a light gray laminate fake wood flooring. And it yeah. smells like ferrets.
2: I so you described that situation, and my initial reaction was, "Man, that's bullshit." I like looked around my apartment. I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, checks out."
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's the typical landlord thing. Like, oh, we've got one tenant moving out. We got to bring in new tenants, so we're just going to paint everything white and swap out the flooring real quick.
3: Yep, that
2: is yeah, yeah. As I look around, like that's. One hundred and ten percent. What my landladies, who are renting this place out for the first time, did.
3: Uh huh.
0: Yeah. Well, and and the fun part about it is usually they they just bring in like a, a cheap whatever cheap paint they can get and whatever cheap painting crew they can get, and that painting crew usually just like paints over switches and oh yeah and you know electrical outlets. Like they just they don't really cover anything up. They just come in and basically fire hose the whole place with white paint so that's a lot of fun for everybody
2: i've I've absolutely (laughs) seen apartments like that before where they painted over like a fly and you can see like (laughs) (laughs) like, i've seen the wildest (laughs) shit painted over um (laughs) in the last apartment i was in in kansas there were like these bumps on the wall and finally, I was like, what the fuck is this? And I scratched some of the paint to see what it was. And there were BBs. Somebody had taken a pellet gun at some point and shot it at one of the walls. <laughs> and they didn't like remove them and spackle or anything. They just painted over the fucking BBs in this oh, one geez. section of the wall. It's yeah. art.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's the
2: same place where I had that pile of clothing fall on me from the drop tiles.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember you telling us about that. Yeah. Yeah yep fun stuff oh and then like the the last thing that was just kind of like the 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 piece de resistance the the cherry on top was uh that he he showed us like we walk in through the front door and off to the left you've got the kitchen area and then you walk a little bit farther and you've got like a, a living room area and then it's got this door giant sliding glass door. Honest to God, this door is probably like four and a half feet wide on each side. Like, Mm. it's it's the biggest sliding glass door I've ever seen on a home. Like, it's fucking enormous. And then it has these two giant windows on either side of that. And I was like, oh, I want to check out the yard. So I open the sliding glass door and step outside, and the entire backyard is just covered, covered in dog shit. Oh. Just fucking covered and it's like like it was a big dog or dog I would guess that there was probably more than one dog and it's just like a there's a, there's a blanket of dog feces in the backyard he's like yeah when we came and looked at it it was there was a lot of snow outside so we didn't know that this existed it's it's cool i'm i'm very happy for them that they were able to find a place because it's really hard to find a place here in utah yeah. these days and something that was within their price range uh, but as as he's giving us the tour i was like i'm going to have to help him fix this and i have to help him fix this and got to tell him about kills to get the smell out of here cuz <laughs> it's bad <laughs> but yeah mm, they, he's going to okay. he's going to learn a whole lot y'all going to learn today about home ownership oh i'm not looking forward to home ownership
3: yeah
2: it's fun <laughs> I've got at least a couple years before I need to start thinking about that. So,
0: yeah, it's it's good. They're they're excited about it. And I learned last night we went to dinner after he showed us the place and I found out that like he and his partner have already talked about marriage and you know, their their plans for it and like what domestic pets they'll have <laughs> all kinds of stuff that <laughs> I didn't know. Like I yeah, it was I was very excited. It's they're they're settling into a happy little family life and it, it just it made me feel all happy and warm it was it's was great I'm, I'm very i'm very very excited for them i love gray's partner uh, nathan he's just they're terrific together i just i'm very very happy for them both tons and tons of happiness
3: please stand by the godless revolution will continue in a moment hello you long-legged devil sent
1: straight out of hell This is Pastor Manning, and I have a message for all your listeners. Stop listening to these white trash. I hate them, and Jesus hates them too. Instead, listen to the two skeptical chaps. They're (laughs) demonic, but I like them anyway.
3: Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now.
0: Speaking of uh, domestic bliss and changes around, I know, Taylor, you... Uh, messaged us earlier this week to let us know about some fairly significant changes with your family that I thought was interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was really weird. So uh, I'm trying to decide how much backstory I need to give for this all to make sense. Um,
3: <laughs>
2: way the fuck. You were in a cult. Yeah. Well, yes, I was in a cult. So <laughs> my parents my mom grew up in flint michigan and was raised southern baptist by her mother who was from georgia and then she joined the air force to get the fuck out of flint my dad was raised polish catholic in the south side of chicago and then he joined the air force to get the fuck out of the south side of chicago um and they met and they married in tech school and if you know what that means you know what that means uh (laughs) and they have still been together like Almost 30 years later now. Oh, wow. If not 30 years later now, which most tech school marriages last about as long as their first deployment. So,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and while they were on their first deployment, one of their fellow airmen was a Mormon, and uh, them not wanting to raise their kids under like two different religions or no religion or whatever bullshit. Um, they both decided to try out Mormonism. Uh, why they not? Ended up, <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever, you know, it's as a, you a, do
3: <laughs> family,
2: right? They seem so happy family, and we're only together time. With we're talking about something.
0: all of eternity and everything. Let's just pick the flavor right. of the month religion. Yeah.
2: Um, so they did that whole thing. Um, yada, yada, yada. Fast forward. Um, I hated Mormonism. Uh, I knew that I did not believe in Mormonism uh, pretty much always, but especially from the day that I had my baptism onward. So for those of you who listen to our show who are not raised Mormon, uh, one of the things that Mormons do is they do baptism at eight years old. And uh, after dunking you in the water, they do this like confirmation prayer which is some bullshit. And I honestly don't even remember like the <laughs> why I don't, you know, it's one of those things like, it's really funny because a lot of people like to get out of the Mormon church and they try to learn as much as possible about like all of that stuff to be able to debunk it. And for me, it was like, Oh, Hey, cool. This stuff is not the test anymore. Dump. Like there's a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff where I'm like, Oh yeah, the Mormons do that. And I couldn't fucking tell you why. Like and I was raised in it. Um, you know, I was like, eh, whatever. it's that's useless knowledge. It's it was some right? bullshit I, I, I that could...
0: never made any sense to me, so I just <laughs> kind of ignored it.
2: Right, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they you do like the confirmation prayer and for me, while that was going on, I was like, all right, well, I don't really believe this shit anyway because I was raised with a whole bunch of like Greek and Roman myths and fairy tales and shit and this seems very much like that. Santa isn't real. Sorry if you're listening to the show in front of your kids. <laughs> Easter Bunny is fake too. <laughs> Um also trickle down economics isn't real. Um so Republican I, I empathy is a myth. Of, <laughs> uh also there's no such thing as a clitoris. Oh no, wait, that one's real. Um
0: <laughs> been listening to Ben Shapiro too much. <laughs>
2: Um, oh man, I described some chicken fingers at lunch today as drier than Ben Shapiro's wife and my boss just like both hands <laughs> in his face.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um so yeah, I was getting that confirmation prayer and I was like, Hey, like, yo, bro, like you're supposed to be like, you know, give me some sort of sign if uh if I show faith or some shit, and you know, obviously nothing, right? Like, mm. like eight-year-old me was like, Hey dude, like any sort of, you know, something, whatever would be really nice. Like I'll take like a warm feeling in my chest or some shit. Cause my standards really low.
0: A burning um, in the bosom.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm like Courtney love after a concert right now. Like just give me something. Right. And, uh, Nothing, nada, nothing. So I was like, all right, well, this is some bullshit. Like, I'm getting constantly bullied by my peers. No one seems to actually do what their religion says that they want to do. At this point, I'm living in Las Vegas. We had moved to Vegas mm. for my dad's whatever business. And then, like, the next year we moved from Vegas to St. George so they can be in Utah and closer <laughs> to people who share their own <laughs> values. And also because my dad bought out his business partner's half and he wanted to start his own laboratory and needed like empty territory. So um, <laughs> we, uh, we did that and it was even worse like Utah Mormons are the best they're fantastic awesome. especially when you live in like a upper middle class more or less novu rich neighborhood where like only half of them are pioneer stock so there's oh. the constant fucking like one upsmanship and it's like that Southern Utah Mormonism. It's not even the Salt Lake Mormonism where like everybody is a fucking, you know, whatever Jorgensen or MacArthur, one of the other fucking names of like, you know, the 15 families who came here originally. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I got to deal with all that bullshit in my childhood. Yada, yada, yada. Fast forward a lot of pain and suffering with my family uh, growing up. There was a point at which I got into like kind of paganism, not really because like, I don't know, I like actually thought it was real, but one because there was a really cute goth chick, and two, because <laughs> like I figured, okay, like if you're doing a spell, you're like putting together a bunch of stuff and expecting there to be a material measurable result. So like I can say that like if I say these fancy words and light a you know red candle or whatever, and if I don't get what I'm looking for, Like I fucked up or the system is fucked up and I can measure that. Right. Uh Um, you know, it seemed, it seemed slightly more measurable than thoughts and (laughs) prayers. And obviously like the funny thing is too, is that when I went to college, I studied a lot of psychology and I got into like auto hypnosis and shit like that. And I was like, okay, like the pagans are really just like kind of doing really fucking rudimentary, like cognitive behavioral therapy, like to themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so I mean, it works ish, (laughs) like, (laughs) but not task failed successfully. Uh Um, (laughs) um, We're failing forward. Yeah, right, right. Um, So that situation was not tenable with my parents. It was really funny um, to, to. fast the fuck forwarding into the conversation i was having with my mom because that was among the things we talked about she was like well you were in the paganism for a while and that was really weird and i was like mother i need you to understand like <laughs> you freaked out because i had a pagan altar hidden in my room she's like yeah but there were like candles and shit and i was like i want you to go into a fucking catholic church and look <laughs> at one of the jesus altars
0: count right, how many candles what you are in see.
2: there it's gonna be a statue of fucking virgin mary like surrounded by weird icon images and candles yeah she was like well but but and i was like no no but like if you (laughs) sit back and look at this shit without like taking for granted of what you think is normal it's all the fucking same weird like dudes in dresses like (laughs) chanting and shit like, that's what it is.
0: Well, and it's so bizarre <laughs> for anybody of any religious faith to point at another religious faith and go, those people you know, are fucking weird. Yeah. 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 They believe like, that? There,
2: there's nothing more weird between, like, having 12-year-old boys pass out, like, cheap, shitty bread and water and shot glasses, you know, versus, <laughs> like, Muslims doing the weird bow thing versus Buddhists, like, not enjoying life ever. So, I Like, it's all the same fucking weird shit with a different flavor, man. Um, anyway. You've just grown blah, blah, accustomed blah, 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 blah. to
3: your
0: own weird shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. So that sucked a lot. Um, and then, like, pretty much as soon as I moved out of the house, I was like, well, fuck this shit. I'm out. And then um, my brothers did the thing where they just kind of like played along because they saw, saw me get punished all the time for not being Mormon enough. <laughs> so they were like, yeah, sure. Mormonism. That's great. Oh, man, yeah. I'm like, this huh. is the best religion ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love me some of this. Don't <laughs> no, not like him. Keep no, it no, coming. I, I'm I'm doing great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I uh, I helped to start the humanist services and basic training, uh, and then my younger brother, who also attended the Air Force basic training, started going to those services a few years later. Um, and a few years after that, and then we're all adults by this point. Like I'm fast forwarding through a lot because um, this is not the audiobook for my autobiography. Um, <laughs> so it's feeling like it now. Um, so one christmas me and my brother are all together at my parents place and they're like hey we're going to go to like uh like a christmas service my brother and i all look at each other and i'm like union solidarity and they're like yeah fuck the scabs so <laughs> we went to our folks and we're like here's the deal the you know two out of the three of us live from out of town we're only going to be here for a few days i don't particularly feel like having some dude yap at me about the same story for you know the 25th year in a row uh, so we're gonna stay home and watch Christmas movies, and you're more than welcome to go or stay. But we're gonna be here.
0: This is what um, we're and, doing. We don't. You're yeah. welcome to do whatever you'd like. This is what we are doing.
2: Yeah, yeah. we're all grown ass adults, so we're gonna <laughs> have a beer and actually spend time with each other uh, because we'll we can tell you exactly what that Christmas sermon is gonna be, and we don't give a shit. Um, and from that point on, there were no more Christmas. You know, mass. They were like, oh, okay, I guess we're not doing that anymore. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I called my mom for the first time in like a, a month or two because I've gotten caught up with my personal life lately and have had no spare time to do that. Um, and she was like, well, I was watching this. This gets the actual story. So the background that I didn't want to spend too much time on were 15 <laughs> minutes later from that. And so here's my story, right? Um, I just wanted to make sure that we got that like short, nice little brief Rachel Maddow
3: opening, right? <laughs> so, uh,
2: um, so I was talking to my mom and she was like, well, I was watching this documentary with Leia Remini. Mm. Uh, about Scientology and I was like oh here it comes <laughs> I'm now a Scientologist <laughs> I was like if so you good. know that meme of the guy like rubbing his hands together and licking his uh, lips you know from behind <laughs> a tree <laughs> like mmm
3: <laughs>
2: so they're like alright alright here, here it is somebody she's made like, you ah.
0: think about something oh they did it <laughs> yep, yep they broke the seal so
2: um, she's like yeah I thought it was crazy some of the stuff they did and I was like Wait a second. I wonder what else is like this. So I started looking at like some documentaries and stuff about the Jehovah's Witnesses. And she was like, Man, I thought it was so weird. And then I was like, Well, I want to see because there were some things I remember that were kind of weird, you know, when you were a kid uh, that people would do. And so I just looked up, you know, I just Googled, Is Mormonism a cult? (laughs) 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 And I was like, Oh, this is going to be fun. Like, I don't know what's coming next. This is about to be a hell of a conversation.
0: Strapping in for a wild ride. I'm here for it. Oh, man.
2: Yeah, I'm like pouring a drink. Actually, like, podcast pause. I'm a poor drink.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> so for, for everybody in the audience, Taylor got up and he's getting a drink, and that's fine. Um, it's... <laughs> <laughs> he's got his headphones on so we can still hear us. So it is, it is wild to me though, that like, well, and I guess it probably happens to everybody of every kind of faith because like your own weird just becomes normal, right? If you're raised in something, if you're steeped in weirdness from the time you're an infant, it's not weird to you. It's just your daily life. And then you can look at other religions and go, those people, they eat crackers and say that it's Jesus' flesh, and then they drink his blood? What the hell is going on with those weird people? Oh, wait, I'm going to go baptize dead people now. I'll be right back. <laughs> that was exactly, yeah,
2: exactly the example I was going to use. Sorry, I needed to put myself back no, in the same you're good. state I was in. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're good, cheers. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I'm, I'm sure it happens to people of every religious faith that their own weird becomes normalized, and so they don't realize how strange it is to other people everyone else Oh,
2: dude. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, she's like, "Yeah." So I googled, "Is Mormonism a cult?" And I started reading, and she found, "Gosh, I wish I could remember what website she found." I'll I'll send it to you guys, and we might link it in the show notes. This thing looks like somebody coded it in like 2001, Geosities? and then never touched it again.
1: <laughs> Ooh, like the uh the Nike Death Cult that made their website the uh, for the UFOs. Oh, the Heaven's Gate. Up- heaven's gate website Mm -hmm. is still up yeah it hasn't been touched since 2000
2: Uh i'm still so mad that they changed the space jam website that thing existed in the exact same state (laughs) it did ever since the movie came out right up until they made that replacement with like kevin durant or whoever it was i don't know sports but um or lebron whatever anyway um so anyhow yeah, she's like, and then I started reading these things about, like, Joseph Smith and, like, some of the weird stuff he was doing. And I started thinking about, like, the baptisms for the dead. And I was like, wait, were we in a cult? <laughs> <laughs> and she was, like, kind of doing the, like, still, like, like kind of a foot in the denial thing. And I, I, like, I'm trying to describe how I went. And I was like, I guess the way I would describe it, Mom, I said to her. Is that I don't think that it's like a binary thing, like you are in a cult or you're not in a cult. I think it's more of a spectrum, right? Because every religion is a cult. The only difference between like a cult and a religion is how recently the leader died, um, and, and how then, much no. they control your life. Yeah,
0: and the number yeah. of adherents, yeah.
2: Right. Um, and and I was like, So, you know, let, let's imagine that you've got a grid of like different things that you would check off and say a cult. Like, do they control your diet? You know, do they tell you who you can marry? Do they tell you how to dress? Like, do they make you do weird rituals? They separate you from other people. Do they shun the people who leave? Yada, yada. Right. And I was naming those examples deliberately. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, All things that familiar. (laughs) And so I was like, you know, so take, for example, Scientology. Like, I think that Scientology checks enough of those boxes to where you would probably say, like, Scientology is a cult. Like, it's definitely over the edge. And I would say that with Mormonism and Jehovah's Witnesses, um, they've become mainstream enough that, like, they probably check just enough boxes not to be a cult. But, like, if one more box was checked, you'd be like, Ah, okay. You know, King of the Hill meme, like, hey, you know, are are you kids the cult? Well, no, we're actually a religion. Oh, hey, here we're we we found the place, right? <laughs> um, so and and that was mostly as like a like a like just gotta just gotta just whoop, push, you know, just right, like just right,
0: blow them <laughs> over the edge. Um. I'm leading you over but to yes. this, I'm leading you to the edge of the cliff. And now yep, just yep. a gentle little breeze. And we'll just, we'll just yeah. nudge you. My, isn't this
2: primrose path beautiful? Shall we <laughs> walk down it? Um, and like what followed was just a fairly long conversation. And I'm not going to get into a lot of it just in case she listens to the show. And a lot of it was really personal. But it was um, a lot of it was back and forth where my mom would say like, well, I didn't think that this was quite so unusual. And I would be like, no, 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 mother. Like, I need you to understand this from my perspective. Like, imagine that you read literature and watch shows about how normal kids are raised and then X, Y, Z happens to you instead, Right. She was like, well, we wanted structure for you. You were always really rebellious. And I was like, mom, think back to the things I was rebellious about. Like, for example, I was interested in a girl when I was 15. <gasps> Mormons aren't allowed to date until they're 16. Mm-hmm. And I got punished by XYZ thing. And she was like, I don't remember that at all. And I was like, yeah, because to you, it was a Tuesday. And to me, it was a foundational element of my life that got ruined <laughs> because of the religion. you know. <laughs> um
0: i like to laugh at of, your drama <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: right oh no it's man at some point like i'm just gonna we're gonna do like a two-part series it's probably gonna take that many episodes of just like the great taylor trauma dump um <laughs> to also talk about why i'm so much of a right-wing whisperer uh <laughs> but yeah it was it was just crazy to me so anyway one of the the nutso things is that um so she uh, she got midway through the conversation she was like so one of the things i've been looking to do is try and get my names removed uh our our names removed from the church because like everywhere we move missionaries show up and like Mm -hmm. they find us somehow and like that seems abusive and i was like well fucking crazy right
3: (laughs) yeah it's like like they're gonna track their members
0: worldwide and make sure they remain inside the bubble Right. right and uh
2: and so I was like, hey, like, here's the deal. The guy that I do my show with is pretty tight with, uh, you know, the guy who does the Quit Mormon thing. So we get in touch with that. She's like, oh, yeah, Quit Mormon. That's the guys I sent my stuff to. And I was like,
3: <laughs> oh, well, okay. All right. Neat.
2: <laughs> nice. So, yeah, I don't know. It was just really weird. It was really like, I guess. I had to have a long conversation with the the girl I'm seeing because I was like kind of pissed off by the end of the conversation. Like, I'm really glad that my parents are coming to a better place with this thing. But for me, like it really was just, like afterwards I was like, if you motherfuckers had listened to me when I was fucking 12, like (laughs) when I was saying this shit is weird. (laughs) Yeah. Right. No, precisely. And that's, you know, there were several things, you know, at the end of the conversation, I was like, Hey mom, like check this shit out. I've wanted long hair since I was a fucking kid. Like, look at me now. I'm a professional (laughs) with long hair. Um, I've been listening to the same metal music since I was fucking in, you know, middle school. Like some of these things were not phases. They were just the person that I am. And among those things was I was fucking right about this church being fucking weird. Um, Yeah. So anyhow, I think that one of the things that might be good for us, and honestly, I haven't listened to enough of our backlog episodes from like basically before I met you at that conference, Dan, Mm -hmm. um, back in Memphis the one that I was like too drunk to really remember our actual <laughs> encounter together, but I know we had the one. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I haven't really listened to anything that, that this show has done prior to that. But I think even then with all that time between, it might be good for us to do like, like the is Mormonism a cult episode at some point and just go through some of the basic shit and like, just kind of play that out. Like what, what do cults do, where does Mormonism fall on that? And maybe compare it to like, the Catholics, the J dubs and Scientologists or something like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause like, I don't know. It might be, it might be useful to people getting out. I know there used to be some good podcasts for people leaving Mormonism and they're kind of defunct now. Like I don't think Bryce Blankenangle does his show anymore. I know that the, the two dudes who were doing that show for like recent ex Mormons have stopped three dudes. So, yeah. The,
0: the, uh, Oh God. What the her, how to heretic.
2: Yeah, and those aren't the same guys who do Knowledge Fight, are they? No, their voices sound really similar. No, it's okay. not the
0: same guys who do Knowledge Fight. But uh, Dan Beecher, uh, I love, I love Dan. He's a great guy. Um, he does. Thank God, I'm an atheist, and okay, uh, was doing the How to Heretic for a while. But the the other guys that he was doing How to Heretic with just got too busy with work and life and stuff. But it was a great show. Yeah, I I really liked it. I like, I like the, I like the gay uncles. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, no, they were fantastic show. Fantastic show. Not quite what my parents are looking for. Cause like my dad smokes cigars and has a whiskey collection and shit like that. Like he's, he's good. Um, you know, like they don't need to learn how to human again after Mormonism, but they, so they weren't like regularly
0: use... attending church or anything. They were Jack Mormon once
2: one. Well, no, I mean, we were regularly attending church and then once, Uh, once my youngest brother got into high school, well, now that's not even true. So my dad started a business when I was in my like junior year of high school Uh and he basically got blackballed by the community because he was not pioneer stock. Mm. And that was the beginning of him being really frustrated with the Mormon church. And between that and the economic crash, which caused him to get back into what he's doing now, um, uh, he just kind of stopped going. And when he was not around the house very much, cause he was kind of reorienting, reorienting his career in response to the economic crash. It was pretty much just me and my mom and my brothers with my dad gone uh, and me and my senior year of high school. And as an 18 year old, cause I had the summer birthday, was like, Hey mom, like here's the deal. I'm going to go do more useful shit than go to church and like, <laughs> tell me no, but mm-hmm deuces you know
0: (laughs) you're gonna carry Um, me to church
2: (laughs) right pretty much uh so my senior year i wasn't really involved and my family wasn't really involved and from that point on it was kind of like an option for my brothers where it had been like tyrannically oppressed on me um which also made me pretty frustrated at the time that by the time i was like graduating high school and all the important life events of being a teen were gone like then they started to lighten up and it was like fuck you guys come on you could have done this like Five years earlier. Um, So no, like they kind of like, like, what's the word? What's the word? Like dwindled in unbelief over the course of about a decade. And by the time my youngest brother graduated from high school, they were like functionally out, you know, Mm -hmm. if like in this sort of like general vague Christian direction. Um,
1: It sounds like they're still holding
2: on to the belief. Oh yeah, absolutely. They are, but they're not Mormon anymore. Like they're just Mm -hmm. that sort of ambiguous Midwestern Christian that goes to church on Easter and Christmas kind of deal. Um, I'm
0: not, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual.
2: (laughs) No, they would describe (laughs) themselves as religious. Like they would describe themselves as like loving them some Jesus, but they also don't need to go somewhere once a week to have a guy remind them of that fact. Mm -hmm. Um, but like my dad will still try to get us to like say a prayer over food, and my brothers and I basically just like look at each other and roll our eyes. Um, and and it like like he stopped asking other people to say it, and he'll just say one like, hoping that that will rub off or something. Um, and <laughs> yeah,
3: years
0: years ago during during one of our episodes, I let everybody know that you know for the you so as part of a Mormon prayer, it's you know that we hope that this food will nourish and strengthen our bodies and blah, blah, blah. And so as a, as a test, like early on, I figured, okay, well, if I don't say that, will my food just no longer nourish and strengthen my body? <laughs> yeah. Like, then I can just, it's it's the non-prayer diet plan, right? I can just eat whatever I want, and as long as I don't pray over it, then it's not going to nourish and strengthen my body. So all of those calories will just be wiped away because God's not going to be keeping track of that shit anymore. Yeah. And God clearly the it other thing, it
2: started it. blessing Twinkies or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> clearly that did not work because it was still nourishing and strengthening my body. Well, it strengthened it into a pile of dough was, was <laughs> what happened really. <laughs>
2: but yeah, so that's, that's my story. It meandered a lot and kind of whimpered rather than bang, but yeah. So, um, my folks are looking to, like, get out, get out, which is kind of cool, but also super frustrating because I wish they'd done it, you know, A long like, time years ago.
1: ago. <laughs> yeah. Now they just got to not find something else. Like, they're going to be like, oh, we follow Gwyneth Paltrow and her goop <laughs> oh,
2: now. <laughs> no, I don't see that happening. My dad is more, like, if he was going to fall for anything, it would be food buckets.
0: Mm. So eyes. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna start watching Jim Baker that guy seems yeah. like he's got his stuff together He's got a, yeah. no, a he's group. already
2: his his information bandwidth is pretty filled with Tucker Carlson right now ah. so
0: his,
3: <laughs> please stand by the Godless revolution will continue in a moment
0: good evening and welcome to Lacrimose news where things that are happening keep happening until they stop. Coming up next, some very nice people were poisoned. But first, the weather.
3: Hi, this is Yvette Dontremont, aka The Cybabe, and you're listening to Godless Revolution. You can find me at saibabe.com, at my Twitter account at The Cybabe, and if you've really hard, you can find me at Pornhub. I dare you. Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now.
0: That's that's a lot of fun. The implosion going on at Fox News right now has been mm-hmm. a lot of fun to watch and just as these little bits keep rolling out, you know, from the Dominion systems suing Fox News for slander and defamation. For what is it? $1.6 billion, I believe. Yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure they're going to win at this point.
0: It's It's been glorious to see all of these text messages and, and email messages from various Fox News hosts to each other and their staff talking about how much they hate their audience and how stupid they think their yeah. audience is. Like, they know that the people who watch them are fucking idiots, and they take advantage of it, but they also hate their audience. They hate them and they know they're stupid, but they still play to those particular character traits because they know that those people will continue watching and sending mm-hmm. in money to the to whatever causes the the Fox News hosts put on their show.
2: so I can one of you guys do like a brief fill in on that because i'll I'll admit like, after living out here for like the first six months or so, I've checked out of so much of American <laughs> politics news and like, I'm so much happier for it. Like it's terrible for me, like being able to ad hoc content for the show, but like my mental health has never been better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what it was during the Trump years. I remember after Trump won is when I started really listening to a lot of podcasts in my spare time. Like prior to that, I would listen to like, partially examined life or Sam Harris's show or like reasonable doubts, like these longer form podcasts where they would like dig deep into an individual topic and do an episode like once every week or every other week. And then like after fucking Trump was nominated, like won the nomination or won the election, but before he was inaugurated, there's just torrent of like up to the minute fucking, you know, here's everything you need to know. And I was listening to um, clean up on aisle 45 today and uh, the host, Allison Gill, said something really insightful to me. She's like, one of the reasons why I got into the news is because I felt like knowledge was power and that by knowing what was going on, I would have some ability to influence it or defend against it. And like that never happened. Um, and it was interesting hearing her say that because I really came to that conclusion like a year ago. And I've just stopped, like, there was a moment. Um, especially towards the end of the Trump administration, where every single day I would wake up. The very first thing I would do is I would go onto the politics subreddit and see what bullshit had been going on while I was asleep.
0: (laughs) What fresh hell have I awakened to this morning? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like who are we at war with someone? Like, was was there another controversy? Like, did they destroy the department of education? Like what, what happened this time? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just so much better for me to just not like it's just not nah, <laughs> if it rises to the level of attention of somebody talking about it at work, that's good enough. Um, so tell me what's going on with this dominion thing. Like I'm vaguely aware that dominion has been suing basically everyone who is peddling conspiracies against them. Um, but that's about as far as it goes for me.
0: Yeah. So just a, a quick and dirty is that Fox news after the 2020 election, uh, was saying that Donald Trump was cheated, that he actually won, that Dominion was working with uh, Hugo Chavez, the dead. (laughs) Uh, there There were all kinds of crazy conspiracy theories. And when we see some of the messages that were floating around Fox at the time, all of their news hosts knew that it was fucking nonsense and bullshit, but they were promoting it regardless because that's what their audience wanted to hear.
1: Yeah. It's basically out of fear of losing their audience. Like if we tell the truth, yeah, we're going to lose our viewership. So we're going to keep okay. putting Rudy Giuliani on the fucking news, letting him spew all this bullshit, even though we know it's fucking not true. We're not going to push back against it.
0: Yeah. It was basically, if we tell our audience who is comprised solely of fucking idiots and assholes the truth, they're not going to watch our channel anymore. They're going to turn to Newsmax or Breitbart or whatever other right-wing bullshit source that they will cherry-pick their information from. But if we continue or if we start telling them the truth about what's happened, that Trump lost the election – that's mm-hmm. it. That's over for us. They're going to pull their ad monies. They're not going to watch us anymore. We won't have the revenue from advertisers here. It's going to be the end of our network, and our stock prices will plummet. There's a point at, so so while they were doing all of that, they were the Fox News hosts were bringing in people like Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, uh, what's uh, Sydney Powell? Powell, yes, yeah, Sydney, Sydney, Sydney Powell.
2: I know. Yeah, the- there was a lot of coverage on her on um the previous legal podcast we won't mention and uh clean up on aisle 45 oh oh, yeah yeah
1: they they even had at one point they were like because fox was the first one to call arizona for biden Mm -hmm. and the numbers started to dwindle when they did that and their internal talking they were like should we retract that and say trump won arizona even though he hadn't (laughs) because they were losing viewers they didn't like the fact that Fox called it for Biden. So, like, should we just change that and say Trump won
0: Arizona, even though he's not? And you've got messages from people like Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram, like Tucker Carlson saying shit like, I hate Donald Trump with a, yes. I hate him passionately. And I look forward to the day where we can completely ignore him. But then wow. going on air, and talking about how wonderful donald trump is and mm-hmm. that he lost this election and clearly there was malfeasance there was there was vote rigging they were cheating dominion systems was in league with jewish space lasers and Hugo Chavez and there's this big conspiracy and they're moving ballots in suitcases. And if you Mm -hmm. follow these two black ladies around, you can see that they're swapping out votes and we're going to make their lives miserable. Like they've ruined other people's lives in the process of trying to maintain Fox news's balance sheet basically. And their, and their stock prices. And when the, when, when Fox would occasionally air truthful information, you'd see their hosts pushing back and saying, we need to get this person fired because they're telling people the truth and our stock prices are plum- are plummeting. Mm-hmm. Like our audience are a bunch of – what was it? I think it was, was – I can't remember if it was Hannity or Tucker Carlson who referred to their audience as basically – cousin-humping fuckwads, like idiots. <laughs>
2: That's fantastic. Yeah,
0: inbred idiots who don't know anything but will listen to them and we're leading them, you know, we're, we've told them a little bit of truth and now they're getting pissed off and they're they're getting all up-ons and so we need to go back and fire the people who are telling them the truth occasionally so that we can continue lying to these ignorant fucking people that we hate so much but are paying our salaries. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah, it's uh, it's it's very ethical.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that it's, all that all sounds pretty great. I'm gonna go with the Godzilla let them fight meme.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's been pretty glorious to watch it all unfold and unravel, and, and I'm really, really hoping that Rupert Murdoch will end up jettisoning Tucker Carlson and Laura. Ingram and Sean Hannity, like all of the people who are the primary focus of the lawsuit and the lies that they told and the, the, the lies that they promoted on their various shows that Rupert Murdoch will do what he always does and revert to self-preservation and just fucking get rid of them. And, well, and then
2: Rupert Murdoch or Roger Ailes, who's actually running it.
0: Roger Ailes was ousted years ago because of his sexual impropriety
2: oh okay i did not know that sorry yeah. i like i said that yeah okay yeah, i'm just waiting for murdoch just to basically abandon fox news well isn't he fucking like mitch mcconnell age speaking of which did you hear <laughs> that the fucking turtle fell on his back Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yep. my Get god
0: up. that was the best news he had to hit his life alert was in the was, <laughs> was in the hospital for almost a week. Uh suffered a That's concussion fantastic. and a rib fracture. And nice. yeah, is, I
2: hope that he receives all the treatment he deserves.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> With oh, his socialized health care. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I hope know. that he receives the best treatment that his poorest constituent can get.
0: Oh I wish that were the case also. But unfortunately, because he does yeah. have fantastic health care because of his position as the minority leader in the Senate. He was mm-hmm. recently released from the hospital and is being monitored by his doctors, but he's no longer inpatient at the hospital and has been returned home, uh, where he's the feasting turtle has on, been
2: placed back on his feet
0: where Got he's it. feasting on lettuce and all <laughs> of the water he can drink, I guess. I don't know. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, Super God. great. Uh, we've, we've just kind of rambled and bullshitted through this entire episode. We're out of time now. Okay. You can, All you can right. I believe that, but well, that'll do it. It was, it was nice hearing about the update from your family. I'm glad that they are officially disassociating themselves with.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Nonsense. Sorry for my shaggy dog of a tail getting there, but, uh, <laughs> you know, no, that's great. news. Uh, I just, Yeah. That's I just cra- want to encourage uh, parasocial relationships with our fans, you know so
0: <laughs> well, you know that's that's great. I wish that my father and grandmother would follow that that primrose path away from Mormonism yeah. because you know in the meantime I've been disowned and disinherited so that's yeah. that's been fun and neat N- not I'm really sorry. Uh, I think we're going on almost three it's been like two and a half years now. I think since I've had any communication with my father, my grandmother did send me a Christmas card. I think it might've been on accident though.
3: (laughs) Because
0: (laughs) she's getting old and maybe can't keep track of that kind of stuff as well. Uh, But it was, yeah, it was, it was weird because I hadn't heard anything from her for a couple of years. And then I got this Christmas card out of the blue saying that she loved me and missed me and hope and hoped that everything was going well and it just, it, I don't know, it was weird. It was weird. Anyway, uh, before we go, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters because they do keep the show going and we love and appreciate you all ever so much. That would be two skeptical chaps.
1: Uh, a Corvo's temporary food servant. Crucify the like button, leave a review on iTunes, and rate the show five times a day towards Celia Gray. Ed Harris.
2: John McCullough. Ali Olson. Savita Kuna. Sinead Duffy. Steve Kuno. Stephen
1: Andrus. Tiffany Hudson. Vanessa. Kevin
2: Scheel. All hail heinous Buttra. (laughs) Corey Ebert. Don't be a Richard. Error four hundred four. God not found.
0: We've named this episode for you, my friend. <laughs> Appreciate
1: you. It's all shits and giggles until someone giggles and shits. Jeremy Goodson, Jonathan McKenzie Peterson, Marvin Draken, Martina Fern, Quiet Avocado. We're all sick. Of the Updog on you. That guy. He's been quiet. Too quiet. <laughs> um, Updog Willoughby. Utah Outcasts. Wesley Aaron. Zeus9SO.
0: Amber Krellen. Hercinian. I really dig that name. It's so cool.
2: That's pretty solid. It's pretty good. Uh, Janet Uter.
1: Purple Dragon. Sarah Segovia.
2: Theodore Sellen. Tim
0: Jacobson. And James. Thank you all very, very much. If your dear listener would like to become a Patreon patron, you can do so very easily by going to patreon.com slash godlessrevolution where you can contribute as little as $1 per episode and then you get all kinds of fun stuff. You get the episode before anybody else. You get clips from the cutting room floor. You get a song at the end of every episode. You get occasional bonus episodes only for Patreon patrons. You get videos that Ryan has created only for Patreon patrons. Fun stuff like that and the knowledge that you are keeping the show going and we appreciate and love you ever so much. I need to go back to work because there's still a lot of shit I gotta get done before tomorrow
1: I gotta feed dogs they're, they're they haven't come to request food yet but they might be killing each other upstairs
2: i got to make up for pulling a half day on Monday so I'm gonna be going in early tomorrow and staying late
0: yay I'm sorry also I wanna make sure that people know I will be in Phoenix next month for the American Atheists Convention and holy shit That's, yeah, that's coming up real fucking quick. (laughs) Like, I've been so busy, I keep forgetting to even mention it on the show, but I will be, Tracy and I will be driving from here to Phoenix for the convention because we want to put some more miles on the car, and we like driving it, and it's fun, and Phoenix is close enough that we can do that, so we'll be driving the car to Phoenix for the American Atheists' convention on Easter weekend and look forward to seeing fans of the show and other people and friends that I always see at the conventions. Uh, It's just a really good time. If you are in the neighborhood and can go, I encourage you to do so because it's just a great fucking time. It's so nice to be able to just hang out and visit with people who you don't have to worry about whatever religious or anti-religious thing that may slip past your lips right you don't you don't have to be so guarded in your communication with other people it's great to be able to just hang out with people who have a similar mindset when it comes to religion that it's bullshit and needs to go away and the world would be so much better off for it
2: agreed Mm -hmm. big fan wish i could go but i'm not willing to fly (laughs) <laughs> halfway across the planet to do so.
0: I need to talk to you at the end of the show because, uh, uh oh. yeah. There, there are things, there are things afoot. And I want to talk Uh-oh. to you. Oh, no. Mr. Green. All right. Okay. Bye, everybody. It's like Bye, hearing you need to talk. Like,
2: you're just activating trauma.
0: <laughs> yeah. My right. anxiety Ciao. is Ciao. peaking right now.
1: Damn it. I opened your sock drawer. You know what I saw.
3: Ciao. <laughs>